live from the betting capital of the world. Vegas, baby, Vegas! It's Wager Talk with Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. It's Tuesday here in Sin City. Welcome to Wager Talk on the Sports Grid TV Network. Welcome to the Zumo viewers on Channel 719. Welcome to those of you listening on the iHeart Radio Network and all of our podcast outlets. This is your Sports Central for betters. I'm Ted Savransky, aka Teddy Covers, at Teddy underscore covers on Twitter. Joined by my good friend and co-host Ralph Michaels at Cal Sports LV on Twitter, and we have a loaded show today. Monday night recap, Tuesday night maction, NBA, college hoops. We'll do a deep dive into college football, not just what happened last week, but also we'll preview a whole bunch of games for this weekend in college football action. So without any further ado, Ralph, let's get right into it. We'll start with bad beats, bad bets, and bad for the books. And it begins with the Monday night football game, Seahawks and over. In a turnover fest thriller, both teams failed to hang on to the football. Neither team really moved the ball at all offensively. Uh, barely 500 yards of offense for these two squads, yet the game still went over the total. Seattle, rough start, strong finish. The 49ers offense really didn't work without George Kittle. And then once Emmanuel Sanders left the field, Jimmy Garoppolo looked lost behind center. Seattle was able to take advantage pretty much covering wire to wire. Well, you said it, Teddy. Turnovers, clearly the the story of the game. Clowney, a touchdown, 16-yard drive, fumble return, uh, a bunch of field goals set up. And uh, to me, there were seven turnovers. I felt there could have been easily 11. With some of those, with some of those drop passes, I it was just an amazing, amazing game. And you know, is there a worse bad beat? You know, you go down to the last play of the game. If the game field goal misses, you have the under. If the field goal goes in, uh, the overs hit. So you know, that's part of it. That's part of betting. Uh, it looked like a, a low scoring. It was a low scoring first half, and didn't look like anyone was going to get moving. But you know, turnovers are a funny beast. If you turn the ball over. In your from the goal line to the thirty in your own area, you're going to have a high scoring game. If you turn over, if you turn the ball over between the forties and the thirties, you're going to have a low scoring game. And we had the first part of that situation last night. Yeah, I mean, they say you can't handicap turnovers. I disagree. You can certainly find teams that are likely to win turnover margins and teams that are unlikely to win turnover margins on a week in week out basis. But where on the field those turnovers are going to take place, that's the big issue, as you mentioned, when you turn the ball over deep in your own territory, great for overs. When you turn the ball over deep in your opponent's territory, great for unders. You're not going to know that even if you handicap the turnover battle correctly. That's one of the vagrancies of what we do. Let's do a little prop shop recap and let's start with a prop that I don't know that many people were betting, but the 49ers to go undefeated, to go 16-0. The no was minus 10,000. You had to lay 100 to win one. Well, that cash last night, anyone that took the 20 to 1 on the Niners to go undefeated prior to yesterday's game, well, you got to rep that ticket up in no short order. The adjusted point spread, we talked about San Fran minus 14 and a half. We talked about the over 54 and a half. We talked about the Seahawks minus three and a half. We talked about the under 40 and a half. None of those cashed. <laughs> the reason you're getting plus prices on those 
uh, adjusted point spreads because you're losing all the key numbers. <laughs> and that was certainly the case in last night's game with uh, the adjusted point spreads all. If you laid the juice, you cashed. If you're looking for the plus price score, not so much. Defensive special teams touchdown. This one's killing me. There was two uh, last night. And as you mentioned, Ralph, there could have been several more. The yes cashed at plus 250. But even with two defensive scores, the longest TD of the game stayed under 41 and a half yards. Stayed under 41 and a half yards by a big margin. There were no big play touchdowns in this one. Yeah, you know, uh, I'm looking now. The longest play of the game was Samuel's catch for 30 yards. So, uh, yeah, I, I don't look at that very often. But, you know, that I'm sure there's not very many games where the longest play in the game is a 30-yard pass play. You know, something we don't talk about, and I'm never going to bet it, but do, do you know off the top of your head, Teddy, what the – uh, what the prop is for will there be overtime? Is there a set price on it weekly? I mean, normally it's in the minus 900 plus 600 range in these days, minus 1,000 plus 700. Um, uh, it's, you know, it's, you're not getting true value on, on if you want the big plus price. Gotcha, because there's, I mean, we're, we're looking at, you know, for you to bet will there be overtime in every game, for you to be plus 700, you need two overtimes a week. And we know yeah. that doesn't happen. Yeah, it sure doesn't. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo stayed under, uh, sorry, went over his passing yardage number of 240. Uh, he finished with 248. Uh, his number was 245 and a half, at least at Caesars here in Vegas. That's one where there were probably some differences between one sportsman and the next. Hopefully you got on the right side of the Garoppolo prop. He stayed under with touchdowns. Wilson stayed under passing yards and under one and a half touchdowns. Wilson to throw an INT. Yes, cashed at plus 140. Chris Carson went over 77 and a half rushing yards. Tevin Coleman under 53 and a half. Emmanuel Sanders, I talked about that. That was the key injury last night in my mind for San Fran. The offense didn't work once he left the field. Uh, he stayed under 70 and a half receiving yards because he wasn't on the field. Tyler Lockett under as well. He had a pretty gruesome injury. Total made field goals three and a half. That flew over. And combined sacks over under four and a half. That too flew over. Ten combined sacks for the two defenses last night. Again, it was a game where uh, a lot changed with the overtime. The over changed, the Garoppolo prop changed on overtime. So, um, uh, it, you know, it, it's a game where even if you handicap the game right, an overtime, an overtime decision can help or hurt you. No doubt. A couple of games in the association to talk about from last night. No Hayward, no problem. The Celtics, red hot Celtics, stayed hot with a comfortable victory over Dallas. Boston, despite the loss of uh, a guy who would thought and he thought he was a, would be the, the key player for the team this year. Celtics rolling right now. And of course, no Ibaka, no Lowry equals no cover. The Raptors blew it in the closing seconds. Brutal beat. If you had Toronto plus nine and a half or plus 10 last night, they were the right side. Wrong result. Get on the grid. Stay on the grid. We'll be right back here at Wager. NFL. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Welcome back to Wager Talk. Teddy Covers and Ralph Michaels. And it's time to take a look at the NCAA weekend in the rearview mirror. What we learned. And let's start, Ralph, with one of the best charts I see, man. You put this up every week. And it's good. Lots of outright upsets this past weekend in college football, starting with Nevada. Very quietly winning straight up as a 17-point dog against San Diego State. Illinois won straight up as a 15-point dog. Tulsa won straight up as a 15-point dog. And many more when it came to big outright upsets in college football this past weekend. Well, three of the biggest, three of the top 16 upsets so far this year with those three teams of 15 or more. And really, congratulations to Illinois and Lovey Smith. They've made the list three times. They've had three upsets of nine and a half points or more underdog, uh, showing, hey, it may have taken a little bit for them to buy into a system, but they sure are now. Yeah, uh, but uh, they're certainly not the only one. And these are teams I really look at, teams like Cal, that underachieved over the first half of the campaign. They pull a big upset over Washington State. They might be bet on uh, moving forward. 
Utah State, who hasn't been very good this year, uh, knocking off Fresno. Could they be a bet on team uh, moving forward? Minnesota, who continues to be a team that doesn't get a whole lot of respect uh, in the betting markets, as we'll talk about later in the show. Could they be a team that you want to ride moving forward? Is there anything to that? The teams that pull off the bigger upsets in November, teams that you want to be betting on down the stretch? Oh, absolutely. You look for those teams that try hard. And, you know, uh, I think the coach of the year sometimes is the coach that even though their team's not going to a bowl, he still gets them to play hard. That is the type of coach you want. Because imagine when he has a motivated team, how much he could take them to the next level. You know, looking through that list, you know, the the ups, pulling the upset is one thing. Probably to me, the most significant upset was Appalachian State. I mean, they were off a bubble burst loss, losing the first game. And what do they do? They turn around to knock off South Carolina. I did a tweet there. Clearly, there's 10 teams in the Carolinas, I think, or nine. They're clearly the second best team behind Clemson now after having knocked off North Carolina and South Carolina. Sure. And South Carolina's bowl eligibility hit uh, took a big hit. They're not going to the bowl this year because they just lost at home to App State. All right, we have to talk about this one, and I'm sorry if it brings back traumatic memories for anyone who had the under. But yeah. the very worst beats, the worst beats in all of sports come on unders, and this was a Baylor-TCU game where there were no touchdowns in regulation, but in triple overtime, there was a touchdown, and that's the one that sent it over the total. Yeah, when, when it's 9-9 nine, nine and, and you don't have a touchdown scored and your total's 48 and a half, uh, that deserves to get a uh, an episode on Van Pelt. I even tweeted it out, bad beat, because, you know, th- there are none worse when you get that many points in overtime. So, you know, I if I were running a book, Teddy, I would do this. After that type of loss, I would say, I'm going to offer overtime protection. An extra 2% will get you overtime protection where you don't lose that total in overtime. Yeah, I used to know a, a couple of books, um, less reputable books, that were offering OT protection for underdogs yeah, with an extra 10 cents worth of juice. Uh, I didn't think that was worth it in 99% oh, God, of the no. cases and didn't bet it yeah. very much. I haven't seen that prop in years. Uh, I mean, the worst beat I can think of ever. This is the worst beat ever. A game that went nothing, nothing into the 14th inning and they scored five in the top of the 14th and then five more in the bottom of the 14th. They ended up going over 10 and a half. That's the worst beat that I could even think of. Baylor TCU paying pretty close. Uh, LSU, wire to wire. Minnesota, wire to wire. Both teams made the outright upset list. Both teams came in with question marks about how they were going to step up against elite competition. Both answered those questions in a resounding way. Tigers backers and gopher backers had a very happy Saturday. And we look at those teams, you are correct by saying they were in exact positions. They were teams that were undefeated, that had not yet gained the respect playing established foes in Alabama and uh, Penn State. If you watched both games, you came away with saying, well, they now gain our respect. They were the better team on the field. And to me, neither was really an upset. Mine was just the better team winning. I have no arguments with either of that. We've suddenly got some bet on teams that looked a whole lot like bet against teams a month ago. And that's something I'm always looking for in November. Teams that weren't good and maybe they found a little something. And now the talent level's on hand. 
and the game in, game out prep is there. And all of a sudden, the Miami Hurricanes bet on three straight wins and covers. And the Florida State Seminoles, who had their coach fired because Miami slapped them around, they came out and pulled an outright upset last week at Boston College. Two of the elite teams from the 90s making noise in 2019. And it's about damn time. I mean, how many recruits are down there in, in South Florida that, you know, you, you continually have the best recruiting classes, even if your teams aren't playing well? Uh, to me, I, I am more impressed with Miami. Knocking off Pittsburgh, I would have bet against them. Knocking off Florida State, I wouldn't have played them because I did play the under. Handling Louisville, I leaned with Louisville last week. So they clearly exceeded my expectations four of the last five weeks, getting getting to where they are. FIU, they've got a win. They finish against Duke, and all of a sudden, you have a Hurricanes team off five straight wins. Uh, Florida, you know— we t- we talked about this game last week, and we said, you know, Boston College should be able to run against Florida State. And, yeah, they did. Florida State just happened to score more. But between the two, Miami is much more impressive to me. Yeah, no argument. I'm not convinced that there's much to take from Florida State's win last week. Miami has the makers of a bet on team. Their defense is great right now, and they appear to have solved their earlier season quarterback woes. Speaking of woes, the sports books are getting woed and wowed when it comes to Ohio State money. The Buckeyes have been a point spread monster. So has Clemson. Clemson got off to a slow start. Not in the last month. All they've done is win games and cover point spreads. Both the Buckeyes and the Tigers cost the bookies again this past Saturday with big blowout victories. My database goes back to 1980, Teddy. And this will be the third highest away favorite role for Ohio State. So we'll see what happens with that. But I still, if I had to pick a side, I wouldn't bet against them. And Clemson, I actually, I went through a couple Clemson games I taped. And you only can beat who you play. But to me, the way the offense is playing, the way the defense is playing, I actually have them number two in my power ratings now. Uh, behind Ohio State, just ahead of LSU. So, to me, I want no part of Clemson. This defense can shut everyone down, and Trevor Lawrence is playing like he did at the beginning of last year. Yeah, I'm with you 100%. These are two teams. If I was going to fade one this week, it'd be Ohio State. Uh, don't love the spot for the Buckeyes. We'll talk about that game a little bit later in the show. Bottom feeders. What do you do with bottom feeders in November? You fade them. UMass. UConn. Vandy, and plenty more, all complete no-shows getting wiped off the field. Sometimes it's okay to lay big prices, even with teams like Army, Ralph. Agreed. Uh, Sometimes I'm not smart enough to jump on them, but, you know, we're going to be talking about another one here in a minute. The Akron Zips are 0-9 straight up in ATS. Does that mean you bet them because they're due to win? Hell no. Exactly. The Illini pull off the comeback of the year in East Lansing. They were down 28 to three and we'll give Lovey all kinds of credit for getting coaxing a win out of that team. Although, I mean, a lot of that was Sparty shooting themselves in the foot. The pick six from the work he was as ugly as it gets. And speaking of upsets, Iowa State almost pulled off the upset in Norman on Saturday night. They made their point spread backers happy with their rally from behind, and they love the fact that they went for two at the end of the game, even though they didn't make it. No sweat with OT in this one. 
you're on the road. I, I agree. You know, you weren't stopping. You weren't stopping Oklahoma, so it was the right thing to do. It's, you know, you're the underdog. You knew you're the underdog. You already had three losses on the season. Why not go out in a spe- try to go out in a spectacular fashion? When we come back, we're talking NFL. We're talking college football. We're talking NBA. We're talking college hoops. You better stay tuned. It's Big Game Breakdowns coming up next right here. Get on the grid. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Dunk on your NBA DFS competition using DailyRoto.com. Compete with the pros on FanDuel and DraftKings with the DailyRoto.com optimizer and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS. Plus, you'll get lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with the promo code DUNK, D-U-N-K, Visit dailyroto.com slash dunk to learn more. That's dailyroto.com slash dunk to get your 10% off right now. Dailyroto.com, where millionaires are made. Ralph, we have a ton of games to talk about for tonight. 
We're going to talk NBA. We're going to talk college hoops. We're going to talk action in college football. But let's start with a look ahead for the Thursday night NFL game, because this one is drawing a lot of betting attention. That, of course, the Cleveland Browns against the Pittsburgh Steelers. And this is a legit split line. In Vegas, the Browns are minus three, total of 40. In other places here in the U.S. and elsewhere, we're talking about two and a half for Cleveland. So Vegas has got the threes, two and a half in New Jersey and Pennsylvania and most other places. Total of 40. Can Cleveland be laying? The markets don't seem too excited about it, especially with the Steelers defense creating turnovers like they have been on a week in, week out basis. Or did the fact that the Browns finally got off the schneid and escaped with the victory against Buffalo, does that take the pressure off and we start to see what Cleveland could have been this season on a Thursday night game where Pittsburgh's got to travel and Pittsburgh not likely to be the more prepared, uh, the much better prepared of the two teams. I tweeted out a, a stat earlier this week about first year head coaches on a short week. Well, put in a, a coach that I think is so overmatched doing double duty as the OC, as an interim OC, that made numerous bad decisions last week, and now put him on a short week against this defense. I, yeah, I made the line pick, and I probably would have made the line Pittsburgh the favorite had I delved into it a little deeper. You've got the Steelers who are just built to be an underdog. They're 21-9 and nine against the spread, 70% the last six years as a dog. They're 8-1 and one their last nine as a dog. The Browns are a team that can't win as a favorite, let alone they're having to learn how to win. You can't take a team that was 0-16 and all of a sudden give them seven wins and, and teach them how to win as a favorite. I don't understand the line, and uh, I think Pittsburgh wins this game. Your thoughts, Teddy? No, I'm with you 100%. <laughs> you know, uh, I understand the line because the Steelers are still being viewed as a team that is not anywhere near recent versions of Pittsburgh. And offensively, they're not. Defensively, they're better than any recent edition of the Steelers. And when teams win based on positive turnover differentials, like the Steelers have done throughout this run, the markets do not respect it. They say turnovers are random. The Steelers have a young quarterback. Eventually, they're going to lose a turnover battle. This isn't really happening. Meanwhile, the Steelers are plus 13 in turnovers. The defense is creating big plays every week. And the markets have been behind Pittsburgh. I will say this. If you like the Steelers, find a plus three today. I don't think that line is going to last. And it's worth noting Pittsburgh will be the popular public side for Thursday night football. Eddie, I don't think there's a question what the premier matchup is. And we're talking about Phoenix and premier matchup. I just said those two things in the same sentence. The Lakers traveling to Phoenix. A two and a half point line tells me that people are believing that the Suns are a legit team. A total 219 and a half. Do you believe the Suns are a legit team? Absolutely. 100%. You can't not. Uh, six and three straight up. Eight and one against the spread. Phoenix has been basically in every game. And what we're seeing from Phoenix, again, this has been a bad organization for decades, plural. Monty Williams has stabled the ship. You know, the, it's, a, it's a stable ship in Phoenix. The team chemistry problems that have plagued this squad aren't on display this year. <clears throat> They're getting strong play in the front court. 
They're getting good guard play. The bench is stepping up. But the number one thing the Suns are doing, which makes me, A, I do think they're real, but B, why I don't want them tonight, they've been draining threes. Uh, 11 or more threes in every game but one this season. Talk about the Lakers' strength. It's on the defensive side of the court. LA's not giving up threes in bunches. Their perimeter defense has been rock solid. Anthony Davis, questionable for the Lakers tonight. This line is going to move based on his availability. If he's in, it'll go up a notch. If he's out, it'll go down a notch. I think the matchup works for the Lakers regardless of whether Davis plays this evening. I like L.A. minus the points. <laughs> Excuse me. Whew. All right. Let's talk college hoops. The PK Invitational in Portland tonight. We got Oregon and Memphis. And this is an interesting game. Memphis made a curious decision. And look, we'll get into our NCAA rants another time. We all know the NCAA is the most corrupt organization in sports. And all they do is make it hard for poor people. I mean, literally. If you, uh, I'm not even going to go there right now. But Memphis, the, the potential number one overall pick in the NBA draft, who's at Memphis, and who Penny Hardaway gave a loan to as a booster with uh, Memphis to allow him to move there. Um, well, he's been suspended. But Memphis said, we're going to play with him anyway. Uh, what's his status for time? Of course, they uh, they dominated what they were forty seven to sixteen in the first half. Repercussions from that and to moving forward with Memphis. What's the story with the Tigers? They certainly have a lot of talent. I don't even think he gave them a loan. He just actually physically went and helped them move. But because he hadn't signed the contract yet, he was considered a booster and not a coach. Yeah, we won't talk about taking a kid like Chase Young who borrowed $300 so his girlfriend could go to the Rose Bowl, paid that loan back 30 days later, and you want a kid to miss four games because of that? All right, that's for another day. But, you know, I think Memphis had the best of both worlds to start the season. Everyone talks about their number one recruiting class. Those are normally safe for Duke. But Memphis got it. Memphis got the number one player in the draft. He's going to be the number one player in next year's draft. But you started off against South Carolina State. You started off against Illinois Chicago, a bad team who plays up-tempo, which is the perfect style Memphis wanted to play for their second game at home. They now travel. Yes, it's a neutral game, but clearly there's going to be a home edge for Phil Knight and his fans being two hours away from Eugene. And by the way, Oregon was the number three recruiting class. Nobody talks about it. I have Oregon as the better team going in. I think these recruits have a chip on their shoulder hearing about Weissman. He was all in the news last week with the will he play, will he won't play. You have a New Mexico transfer. You have a UNLV transfer who was the Rebels' best player starting on the team. You have the number three recruiting class. You have a chip on your shoulder. You have Dana Altman's defense. You play a slow style, so you're going to take Memphis out what they want to do. I am on the Oregon Ducks tonight. It sure sounds that way. The Oregon Ducks minus the four, a play that has intrigued Ralph Michaels for this evening. Let's talk a little Maction for tonight, and I'll tell you what, I'm not getting involved in this one. Akron, <laughs> 0 and 9 straight up, 0 and 9 against the spread. Their last offensive touchdown came in September. Ralph, they're 16 and a half point home dogs, total of 46 and a half to Eastern Michigan. But Eastern Michigan is no prize either. It's been a down year for the Eagles. They're not a team I'm expecting to go on the road. They're certainly not explosive on offense. This is not a shutdown defense. What do you do with this one? I'm doing nothing. 
the interesting thing is that the game got moved up time wise. There's it's going to be it's going to be below zero. The east side of Cleveland gets lake effect snow and Akron sometimes gets that lake effect snow. So there could be very heavy snow tonight. So ESPN said, yes, we will move the games up. They start at six o'clock and six thirty for the Akron and the Ohio game because of those snowstorms. Well, if I had to pick a side, I would actually take Akron because I don't think Eastern Michigan can score enough, but I'm not going to take Akron. Uh, since 2013, excuse me, since 2000, there's only been 14 teams that have zero wins and at least nine losses and have been at home. Those teams have only gone four and 10. I'm not going to take Akron. The weather's there. Eastern can't score. Akron can't score. It's the under. The under. I, I wouldn't talk you out of that one. In the, I'm not going to call it the nightcap, but the game that starts half an hour later, uh, Western Michigan has now is now the favorite. This has been a change of favorites game. Uh, when I wrote up the notes last night, I wrote Ohio minus one and a half. Then I had to go and switch everything because now Western's the chalk, and I put the favorite first. <laughs> the little scroll at the bottom. Western minus one, 63 and a half against the Bobcats. And I can understand the line move. I do think Western is the better of these two teams. And this is a game they need to win if they're going to keep their conference title hopes alive. I have Western as the top team in the MAC, which isn't very high. But again, Ohio was supposed to be there. They've had a very disappointing season. I like Bellamy. I like Wozniak for, for Western Michigan. I don't see... Ohio stopping Western Michigan's run game. I give a slight edge to the Broncos. Yeah, and the weather forecast there has it very cold. I'm not seeing precipitation in that forecast. Uh, let's do a little TNA, Ralph. Um, big time, because you're good with these. And I know our audience loves when you come up with trends and angles that aren't team specific, they're college football specific. What do we got? For week, what is it, week 12, week 13 in the college ranks now? Rouse, week TNA. 12, yeah. You know, this is something I've tweeted out a few times, and we may have mentioned here on the show. When teams pop up in the AP poll for the first time or get back in, it's exciting for those teams. Well, guess what? They're 5-14-1 against the spread the first week in the AP top poll. If they've bounced back in, they're 2-5 and five ATS. Indiana in the poll for the first time this year. Texas and Oklahoma State back in all three in negative situations sure we've also got one talk about teams off a shutout loss we'll do that after the break plus more betting previews right here on wager talk from the sports grid tv network Want to be the next Daily Fantasy Millionaire? Dunk on your NBA DFS competition with DailyRoto.com and dominate on FanDuel and DraftKings this season. Compete with the pros with DailyRoto.com, Optimizer, and the most accurate projections in NBA DFS, plus lineup alerts, breaking news, late swap support, and much more. Save 10% on winning NBA DFS advice with promo code DUNK. Visit DailyRoto.com backslash dunk to learn more. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off, grand slam, or a base hit to center field. 
Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. You can find Ralph on Twitter at CalSportsLV. You can find me on Twitter at Teddy underscore covers. Forget Twitter. Let's talk YouTube. Find us on YouTube at Sports Grid Network. All fantasy and sports wagering all the time. Again, Sports Grid Network on YouTube and on Instagram at SportsGrid TV. Again, at SportsGrid TV on Instagram. Do that right now. Oh, you can get clips and the full shows that I know you're interested in because you're watching and listening to this. So thank you for doing that. Ralph, we're talking college football and we're going deep into college football today on Tuesday. It's a day that we like to do that. You were just talking about a negative system for teams that have just gotten into the top 25. It says bet against Indiana. Texas and Oklahoma State this week. You've got another system that deals with shutouts. What do we got? Ralph's TNA, trends and angles from Ralph Michaels. From week six on, and let me explain that because weeks one, two, three, four, and even five, you can have some incredible mismatches with a power five team playing a very weak team where there's a shutout. Once you get to week six, you're normally in the conference play. The games are a little more competitive. So a shutout's a different scenario than it is early in the year. So from week six on, teams that are off a shutout loss and now are a home dog of three and a half or more, those teams have been flat out bad going 7-21-1 against the spread. That is 22.6%. Those teams that got shut out this past week Missouri and Vanderbilt. Missouri, of course, playing Florida and Vanderbilt playing Kentucky. So if your offense gets shut out, now you're the inferior team at home getting over a field goal if you haven't bounced back in the past. Sure. So it says 
fade Missouri and fade Vandy. We also want to fade Ralph's math skills there. Ralph, you cover seven times in 28 tries. What are you covering at? Yeah, you're 25%. 25%. I don't know where I got that from. So I don't know either. I'm looking at it going um, you know, 22.6. I'm going to guess, Teddy, you know, I am going to actually guess that it's probably 7 and 21 because I wouldn't have made a mistake on 22.6. So I'm <laughs> guessing that I it's probably it's probably lower than that. I'm going to guess it was 7 and 22 and I mistyped that number. One number is one off, but I guarantee you the system is under 30% winning or fading that team. No question. Look, this show is live. Ralph and I are human and we try to bring up as many different games and topics as we can keep this show rolling. We're going to have errors. There's going to be mistakes. It's inevitable. The goal is correct them. And the goal is don't make too many of them. We're all going to do it sometime. Yeah, and Teddy, and just to point out, night, the yeah, th- there's a difference there. You know, being one number off and being 22 or 23 percent does not change the gist of a system. Saying something wrong, like an away dog instead of a home dog, which changes the system. So there's total degrees of mistakes. And that's why we want to we want to, you know, call each other out on those mistakes. We're not calling each other out. We're just making sure our viewers end up getting the right information, even if we made a mistake and not try to lull it over. No, I agree wholeheartedly. And that's why, Ralph, we're always poking fingers at each other. Hey, you said this wrong. Hey, you said that wrong. That's good because we want to make sure you get the correct information. In this case, we're talking about a system that is cashed at 25% of the time or less, which means fade Missouri and fade Vandy this week. Let's talk Penn State, Indiana. This is a fascinating game for me. Nittany Lions, minus 14 total of 49. James Franklin's teams have not responded well to losses, particularly late season losses. I got him four and 14 uh, off a straight up loss in his five years at Penn State. That's not a bet on track record. And Indiana comes in rested, ready, undervalued. Are they good enough? That's the key question. We found out last week, Minnesota was good enough. Is Indiana good enough to hang within this two touchdown number? Complete different scenario for Minnesota to be good enough at home as a home dog. But let's put that in perspective. Penn State last week was laying seven or seven and a half at Minnesota, and they're basically laying the same against Indiana. I have Minnesota quite a bit higher than than Indiana. So when you do your cross-checking on your numbers – does that mean Penn State should be higher? Or you know, does that mean last week's line was wrong? Well, it's a little of both. Now, I think the value is with Penn State, but I can't play him for the aforementioned poor ATS record off a loss, an offense that in your last four games has not topped 28 points. I'm not going to take an offense that hasn't topped 28 points and is averaging, you know, uh, you, you got to throw out those blowouts early and you just look at what they've averaged in conference 32 points per game. And that's with 59 points against Maryland. You have an Indiana team, which who knows Indiana was a two loss team. You go to, to a bar and say, name these two lost teams. I don't think anyone's throwing Indiana in the mix and their losses at Michigan state and Ohio state. Uh, Of course, you're dealing now with a new quarterback situation with Indiana Pennick. But I think that helps them. 
It's not, is it going to be Ramsey? Is it going to be Penix? It's going to be back and forth. Who's going to get the reps? Penix is out for the year. Ramsey's in. Ramsey's been the quarterback here for each of the last couple of years. Ramsey played here two years ago. Ramsey was 26 of 36 against Penn State last year. So he is acclimated and he knows he can move the ball against this defense. I, I would lean, I would lean Indiana, but when I work out the point spread, it's not enough for me to jump on him as a top play. Yeah, it's worth noting uh, the Hoosiers gave the Nittany Lions everything they could handle last year, a five-point game in Bloomington. Had to bring this one up, and we'll talk about it once. I'm not going to talk about it the rest of the week. But when you see a team laying 51 points on the road, and the total's only 61, it's got to be an interesting game to talk about. That, of course, being Ohio State laying the price at Rutgers. And could this finally be a look-ahead spot for the Buckeyes? They've got two much bigger games coming up on deck. But even if they look ahead, is it going to matter? In this point spread range, it has to, doesn't it? Isn't Don't you just have to take Rutgers here? No, I, I, I am not. You know, and you look at Ohio State and you look at what they did against Maryland last week, and you're just running your offense. But I'll tell you what, uh, if you know Ohio State, Demario McCall, who returns punts for him, he was a kid from North Ridgeville, Ohio, that my son knew. When he comes in at running back, he's the number three running back. He was a five-star recruit. He was the number seven player in the country the year he came out. So you bring in your second string at the start of the second half, up 35 nothing. you're going to run your offense with four and five-star recruits against Rutgers. Does Rutgers score? I may give him three points. Can Ohio State score over 50? Well, you know, they have already three times this year. And, and of course, the track record of road favorites, not a good one, Ralph. I know you've done some database research uh, on teams like Ohio State laying more than, what, seven touchdowns on the road. Well, only once since 2010 has there been a 45-plus point favorite. It was Baylor against Kansas laying 48. And in historic reference, my database goes back to 1980. So we have 40 years of data. There have only been two games with a higher line than this as an away favorite. Oklahoma against Kansas and Oklahoma against Kansas State, both in 1987. <laughs> so it's been a while. Uh, did Baylor cover that 48 against Kansas? you remember offhand? Um, Baylor did not cover. Oklahoma covered both. Uh -huh. Fair enough. Um... All right, let's stay in the Big Ten. We just talked Penn State, Ohio State. Let's talk Iowa and Minnesota. What is it, the Floyd of Rosedale trophy? The Hawkeyes have owned this team. They won each of the last four meetings. Minnesota's coming off the biggest win in the program, what, this decade? Uh, and the markets are saying it's time for the Gophers' undefeated season to come to an end. Then again, Ohio, uh, sorry, Iowa. I'll put it this way. I had a ticket on Iowa last week. I was lucky to cash that ticket. They were not the right side in that game. The offense couldn't do anything. Can they do anything against Minnesota? And is this finally the spot for the Gophers to exhale? Or is Minnesota just bet on all the way and the markets just won't, won't be willing to price this team to the level that they're actually playing? I think it was the biggest game in, in Minnesota football history. Uh, but... And I was on Minnesota, so I am a Minnesota fan. I've been on them a few games. They've made me money. 
I will not be on him here. Uh, I actually lean the opposite way. I don't think I'm going to play against them. But if I had to make a lean, my definite lean would be on Iowa. You know, you look at Iowa, and did they struggle against Wisconsin? Yes. But that was their second straight road game after playing Northwestern. They've already gone to Iowa State, Michigan, Northwestern, Wisconsin. They played four very, very difficult road games. Getting down to the end of the season, they're now back home. On the flip side, one of the weakest Away schedules you are going to have in the NCAA. Your road games, Fresno State, Purdue, and Rutgers. Those are the only three road games Minnesota has faced. I think it's a reality check this week. I think it's a letdown mode after having that home game against the crowd. I think it's Iowa off three losses in their last five games. Now back at home, I do like the Hawkeyes. I think that Minnesota is better than Iowa on any field in any spot. If I'm playing, I'll be points with the Gophers. So Ralph and I get to disagree on this one. Let's talk Clemson, who's looked every bit as good as Ohio State in a week. Slow September, October, not so slow. Laying 33, total of 62.5 against a Wake Forest team that had a really rough game last week. Uh, both sides of the football against Virginia Tech. Is that the real Demon Deacons? Can Clemson name the score here, or can Wake actually chuck the football around against this defense? Well, I'm looking at, at Clemson's season right now, and on defense, in their since their opener, they've held foes to a season low, 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 and a number two low. So they've held all but one team to a season low. Uh, on offense, they can do what they want. On defense, they can do what they want. Oh, yeah, and by the way, Diablo Sweeney, 12-1-1 against the spread his last 14 games as an ACC against ACC foes. It doesn't matter what the line is. He wants to put his foot down. He lets his team run the offense in the second half, and that's important. There's some coaches that change schemes in the second half. Those are not the ones you want to play on as a big favorite. Clemson lets them run the plays, and I I would only back the Tigers. And you're talking about these elite teams in the second half with big leads, especially on the road. Teams like Ohio State, when you bring in the backups and the third stringers, the roster's shorter for road trips, which means – the garbage time guys are that much better. Let's do one more. And this is one, I mean, I saw a great line from the gold sheet saying this is the latest sign of the apocalypse. This is the latest sign of the apocalypse. UCLA controls their own destiny. If they went out, the Bruins go to the Pac-12 title game. They're 21-point dogs at Utah this week. Yeah, there's a lot of what-if scenarios, Teddy. So what if you and I went 100-0 with our picks the next eight weeks? So, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, again, you and I are both UCLA fans. We talked about it. The offense has clicked. The Stanford win, the Arizona State win, the Colorado come from behind. U- Utah, to me, is is the second best team. I've moved Oregon up ahead of Utah now, but I am not going to lay this 21 points with Utah. Utah does not care to blow out his opponents. He will slow down the clock. I think that leaves the back door wide open for the UCLA Bruins. I would take the three touchdowns plus. Not likely to be L.A. weather in Salt Lake City this weekend. Be sure to check those weather forecasts. There's weather all around us right now. More coming up right here on Wager Talk. Stay on the grid. 
NFL season is now upon us, and you can become the eighth person to win $1 million in a FanDuel or DraftKings tournament by setting their lineups using the DailyRoto.com DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy sports and not using DailyRoto.com, you're doing it wrong. Sign up now for the NFL access with a faster optimizer, smarter DFS projections, and better results. Enter promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you use paper, you're a human. But if you choose paper, you're a papertarian. Someone who lives a paper-based lifestyle because it has a positive impact on the planet. And also because it's the easiest choice you'll make all day. Seriously. It's as easy as reaching for boxed instead of bottled water. It's as easy as opting for beauty products that come in paper packaging. It's as easy as grabbing eggs in a cardboard container. And that's all in one trip to the grocery store, which, if we're being honest, you were planning to go to anyway. But paper isn't just an easy choice. Papertarians know that it's the smart choice, too. Because paper comes from trees, a renewable and sustainably managed resource. And paper products are designed to be recycled. In fact, when you choose products that come in paper-based packaging, those fibers can go on to be recycled up to seven times. So why wouldn't you go Papertarian? I'll wait. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash Papertarian. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. So yesterday we closed out the show talking about the best sports books in Las Vegas. Sports books that we like to hang out at. Sports books where you're going to feel comfortable in. Uh, and different sports books for different types of people. Today, Ralph, we're going to talk about strip clubs. And on the notes, gentlemen's club. Sorry. Let's use the appropriate terminology. Because let's be honest. When people come to Vegas, they tend to, when men come, it doesn't even matter, men, women. A lot of people like to go to the gentlemen's clubs at least one night. And I'm like, all right, let's talk about it a little bit. Where do we go? Ralph, you're saying you don't have any gentlemen's club stories? How long you lived in Vegas? Uh, well, again, I've been here two and a half years. So, uh, you know, I have old friends. We're, you know, we're asleep by eight o'clock getting up in the morning. <laughs> it's, it's not that I'm opposed to going to them. I just don't have any Vegas stories. So, you know, I'm going to have to throw this back to you, Teddy. And, you know, my number one rule would be that, you know, you're always going to find free entrance. So never pay to get in. Well, no, I mean, they'll charge you to get in at most clubs um, and they legitimately will. Uh, that but being there's said, a lot of free coupons out there to be had from the taxi drivers or, you know, from places where you're walking down the street here, get in free with these coupons. Absolutely. No, no question. 
And this is one spot where you want to take a cab, not an Uber, because the cab drivers get paid from the strip clubs for bringing you there. So you can negotiate with the cab driver to get a cut or to get a free ride, but you're not going to be able to do that with the Uber driver. So I encourage you, for gentlemen's clubs, you do want to take a cab uh, from your hotel uh, because they're getting paid uh, off the books, and you can take advantage of that as long as you know about it, which now hopefully you do. When it comes to the best gentleman clubs in Vegas, and I like you, Ralph, it's not like I'm hanging out at the strip club all the time. Uh, my strip club days are well in the rearview mirror. But when I have hung out at the strip club and friends come into town, they always want to go. Two two things. One, only bring the money you're going to spend. All right? Don't bring your whole bankroll. You're drinking. You're having fun. Bad idea. Okay? Two, um, it's the kind of deal where, hey, Reiner's, uh, the Spearman Rhino, I have no issues with that. Hustler Club, no issues with that. Sapphire, no issue with that. You're not going to go wrong. Have a good time at the Gentleman's Club. Do it safely. That's going to wrap up today's Wager Talk. We'll be back again in 23 hours. Stay tuned right now on the Sports Grid TV Network at the window. Coming up next with Drew Martin and Sean Guastamacchia. Cheers. Enjoy the games. Good luck tonight.